When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Astros Baseball. Today I'm joined by George, who's also known as AstroFans UK on Twitter. Uh, George, how's it going, buddy? Not too bad. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I think we're just all feeling a little bit jaded after that marathon series against the Angels. Yeah, that lasted a while, didn't it? It was uh, two extra inning games. So uh, we've we've got a good taste of what it's like. So what's your views on the rule, having that uh, runner on second? Honestly, I have to be I have to be brutally honest. I loathe this new rule. I think it's I just think it's dreadful. I don't I don't view it as proper baseball. It takes my I, you know, I hate to be a sort of a, a Debbie Downer, but it's uh, it's it really does take away from my enjoyment of um, of, of the ball game. I, you know, you, we've had three games in the past four that we've had which have gone to extras, and the nine innings themselves, whether it's whether it's featured frustratingly sort of inconsistent bats from from ourselves when we've had runners in scoring position or or otherwise i've still you know we've, i've been on the edge of my seat for for the, the the entirety of those ball games but then when it gets to the extra inning stage and you just see this artificial runner on second i, I just i can't take it seriously and it, it takes it really does take away from my enjoyment of the game even when we're scoring runs so it's 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 for me i i, I just don't like it i don't know about what are your thoughts on it uh, it's supposed to speed things up, I guess. And <laughs> but it I kind of spoke, really. yeah, right. I, I kind of spoke to you earlier. It just seems like everybody's mm. scoring, so it's just kind of like instead of the first one to score one, it's the first guy to get a couple or the first one to make a stop. Definitely. So, I mean, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I was just going to say my thought on that is that because I think Manfred has in his questionable wisdom thought that it, like I said it's going to speed games up because it will give a team a run when you may get ball games previously which would just go you know roll on to the 10th the 11th the 12th and teams can't manufacture a run but I think it works the other way around because it is so hard to score runs in extra innings when hitters feel that pressure of trying to win the game almost alone at some points maybe trying to do too much with the swing I think in this case, it makes it too easy to score. So it's actually quite likely that both teams will score having that leadoff runner uh, on on second to, to begin the inning. I, I think that they haven't... I don't think... I, I guess maybe the stats will bear up differently uh, when all is said and done, but I don't think I don't think it's going to prove, prove um, the point that they think it's going to make. The other day, the Astros, what, they went 13 innings, and I think there mm. was a couple innings that neither team scored, or at least one. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I don't see the benefit of it. I'm like you. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. You know, it, it gets more scoring, uh, but I don't see the point. It's not making the games faster. And that's the point, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's, it's not doing what it's advertised as supposed to be doing. 
All right, so before we get going, I want to talk about this uh, series a little bit. But tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, you run the Twitter mm. page Astros Fans UK. You got a fair amount of followers there. Uh, how long have you been doing this? Well, I've got, I've got to go back uh, two decades. I am um, when I was fourteen. Uh, always lived in in London in the UK. Um, I had no knowledge whatsoever of baseball. Was uh, very keen cricket player. Um, and there was a, a network channel here called Channel 5, which had the rights to show the feed from ESPN's Sunday night and Wednesday night broadcasts uh, of Major League Baseball. So I, I was up late one night and I just I, I was checking it out and I thought, right, you know, I, I'm into many different sports. Let me have a look at this and see what it's all about. Um, didn't have any connection to anywhere in America, so I didn't have any uh, natural affinity to any location or any team. Uh, I didn't want to be a glory hunter, so the Yankees were off the table uh, instantly because they had that sort of great dynasty of theirs at the, t at the time. Um, and I just, I, I really fell in love with watching Mike Hampton pitch uh, in in the end of that '99 season, which I think it was him and Jose Lima both um, both racked up 20 wins. And um, yeah, I, I, I know that looking back on it, that, that Astros team was incredible, um, uh, winning their third straight um, divisional title. I wasn't to know that at the time, so I, was, I just wanted a team that was that was good, but wasn't going to be, you know, all-conquering. And, and I, like I said, I didn't want to go the glory-hunting route. So for me, I was quite intrigued by that. I, even like, you know, like the like the Astrodome, like the um, the uniforms and the, the whole logo and everything else that was that came with it. And obviously, lo and behold, um, before the 2000 season, not only did we switch new ballpark, new logo, new colours, Mike Hampton even got traded to the Mets, so I had a big decision to make uh, as to whether I was going to um, follow Mike Hampton to the Mets uh, or whether I was going to stick with the Astros. I made the decision to stick with the Astros, and you know, here I am, 20 years later. Um, in terms of Astros fans, UK, I was on uh, really. Uh, I've been on Twitter generally since, like, with a personal account since about the end of 2013, um, and I just felt in 20. It was the middle of 2017, so around June. Um, there was an event over here uh, in the UK. Um, it was it was it was called Battlegrounds, MLB Battlegrounds. So they were doing this, a slightly bizarre home run derby event involving um, Carlos Pena and someone else who I forget um, in what in, in Hyde Park, which is a park in in London. And um, yeah, they did a, an event in the lead up where they were asking for fans of each team to represent the teams over here. So I I, I didn't see anyone. Going for the Astros, and I thought, you know, we we, we can't not have anyone represent us. So I, I, I created uh, Astros Fans UK on Twitter. Um, so it began from there, and yeah, it's just been it's been such an enjoyable ride. I love I love interacting with Astros fans um, over here. I love interacting with Astros fans all, all across America, but obviously particularly from from Houston, naturally. Um, and in terms of my ethos with it, I am absolutely dead set on connecting, cultivating, developing, growing Astros fan bases all over the world. So we've got, obviously I've got myself with this here. We've also got great, um, uh, many great Astros fans across the UK. Obviously Stevie's one of those very much. So uh, I love, you know, seeing what he does and his positivity and his, his, his outlook on things is fantastic. We've got some, I, I keep a list of the, the Astros fans in the UK that I come across. We've got up to, I think 146 now. Uh, from Twitter alone, which is which is excellent. It's, I never thought we'd, we'd reach even that number, and I know there are more out there that I haven't um, come across yet. 
Uh, we've also just had Astros fans or Astros Island for Irish Astros fans start up in the last couple of days. We've even got Astros fans Taiwan. We've got Astros fans Germany, Astros France, and there are two separate Astros fans Brazil um, accounts. So yeah, I, I love what I do, and it's um, nothing could ever stop that, regardless of controversies or whatever. You started a podcast too, didn't you? I did indeed. Yeah, I got um, my podcast Astros Across the Globe. Um, which uh, is it, the way that I look at it. It's not. It's a bit different from other podcasts, which are sort of regular, like every week, sort of looking to to deliver on a, on a particular date. For me, I I, I want to make sure that I'm saying something which is worthwhile for me to say. I, I don't. I feel like if I was doing one every week, that I perhaps would run out of, uh, of engaging material. So I want it to be sort of occasional but hard hitting. I've got um. I've got uh. The third episode, which I'm recording, because the first two are with Todd Callis and Jeff Blum, respectively. I've got um, Robert Ford, who I'm recording with on Tuesday. So, um, yeah, look, anyone who's listening wants to check that out, please do get involved there as well. But, um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I love what I do and I love connecting with, with you guys and, and with every, all the Astros fans out there because we've got a fantastic fan base and, um, yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world. All right, so let's start with uh, Friday's game. Mm. That was Lance McCullers Jr. second outing. Uh, gave up four runs. What did you think about his outing? I feel his command was a bit off. I think um, he was sort of treading a bit of a tightrope early on, and then he did he did get punished a little bit. Um, he could, I mean, it could have gone worse, but uh, he just certainly didn't completely throw the game away or anything like that. But I think um, it, it was. It's just tricky because obviously he's coming off such such a you know, a, a big injury and and it's going to take time for him to really fully I think feel comfortable within 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 himself when he's on the mound again. Um, but he didn't quite replicate what he was throwing in that um, game against the Royals in the summer camp uh, before the season started, which I guess is fair, you know it's fair enough. But he, he, I think it would be too harsh to say it's a disappointing performance. It was just his command was a, a little off. Yeah, his first outing, he I, I believe he only gave up two runs, but he mm. had uh, a couple of double plays in the first couple innings get him out of trouble. So, uh, But luckily, Kyle Tucker had the game of his life with four RBIs. Yeah, I think um, that's that's what we've been waiting for from um, Kyle Tucker for, for a little bit of time. It's, it's, it's tricky because you look at his swing and you think it looks like he's going to struggle with a lot of um, pitches kind of working him out, but it, it came off and in, in, in two separate, you know, clutch moments, he came through and it's exactly what we, we need from him. Um, I, I think he has to look and build upon that. I, I obviously don't know the guy personally, but he strikes me as not the most kind of um, brash or uh, kind of in your face uh, characters, which is not a bad thing. Certainly not a bad mm -hmm. thing in life, but in terms of on a baseball field, I would like to see him put himself out there a bit more. Maybe not his natural character to do so, but I think it would benefit his game if he um, if he kind of pushed himself in that way. Uh, and, you know, I'm not saying to the degree of a Bregman or, or a Soto or so one of these guys, but it, it's, it's just uh, I, I think that it would help him if um, if he was a bit more kind of uh, on a you know puff your chest out a bit, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So they end up winning nine to six. Another game. I've pointed out earlier this morning that. You know, there's no two-run games. I mean, the Astros are winning high-scoring games or they're losing and they're only scoring two. So let's go to Saturday. 
We mm. have the uh, Zach Greinke, a perfect game through five innings. And so my question for you, yeah. if, if your opinion on this, is th- this is my opinion on it. He had a perfect game going, and I think he probably reached the pitch count that they were looking for him to get to. Yeah, but they they couldn't take him out because he had a perfect game, and he kind of struggled the next inning. So, is that how you feel? I think yeah, I think that's spot on. I think you've absolutely nailed it there. I think um, he was very much in uh, troubles me to even say, it, but he was very much in game seven form. Um, he was he was pitching with absolute control over everything that he he does, um, and it's, it's like watching. Is watching a master at work when when you see Zach Greinke doing what he does, pitching the way he does, because he he has such an array of pitches at his disposal, and he was using all of them, and uh, the Angels didn't have any any answer to it whatsoever. And I think you're absolutely right; he definitely reached that pitch count, and it kind of did put the result in a bit of jeopardy because, like I said, you can't take him out in that position, but. Um, looking at it in the cold light of day, probably should have taken him out a little, you know, a a tad earlier. But it's, um, yeah, it's it's one of those tricky situations because you never want to be the guy who who tells a pitcher who's, you know, going perfect through five plus innings that he's he's got to take a seat. So um, it's a really hard one to judge. But I think think you've summarized it absolutely perfectly. So that game there, we we started having five innings of perfect baseball and we needed two home runs at the end of the game to send it to extra innings, which we ended up losing, but those are some pretty big hits by Reddick and Springer. Yeah. I, I thought, um, not that Reddick's wasn't Reddick's obviously got us back in touch, um, going into the night, but yeah, I, I, that's, that was why that, that game too was, was so frustrating because I, for me, that home run by Springer had the potential to be such a huge moment for him in this season after having you know scuffled so badly in, in the last few days. Um, I, I think it still will be a big moment for him. I think it, it's it certainly helped. I thought even before going into tonight, it, it gave him a little bit more confidence. But yeah, I mean, it was, it's just when you when you know when you when you get to the point of you make that comeback and it's it's you know your last out of the game gives you that go ahead home run. He just he just feels criminal not to go on and, and, and win it, and uh, obviously we, we we couldn't do it. And um, yeah, it was it was strange how a game that was a, a real pitcher's duel. I think um, who was it for um, the Angels? Was it Canning or whoever it was who was pitching for them? Yeah, he was uh, doing good uh, yeah, too. Yeah, he he had an absolute game as well. And um, it, it's it's just funny how sometimes you get those pitcher's duels which start that way and end end up as something completely different with the scoreline that doesn't reflect that whatsoever. And um, yeah, I think that was that was definitely one of them. Yeah, if you just looked and saw the score, like, oh, five to four in 10 innings, that was a good game. But, yeah, it was a big-time pitcher's duel. Mm. And you you mentioned that Springer is kind of getting out of his funk. But what about Altuve? That guy just can't get out of that funk. He's pressing so hard right now. He needs to just take a bit more time at the plate. And I know it's not in his nature to do so, but he needs to to just take a step back. I don't – I'm not – I don't want to say take a day or two out of the lineup, but um, the day off now will certainly help him. He just needs to compose himself because I think he's I think he's he's rushing things a bit, and he's he's um, but even by his standards, I know he likes to go you know go after the first pitch, and, and when he's when he's in the zone uh, locked in, he's um, he's deadly off those off a first pitch that's anywhere near the strike zone. But he, he's just pressing at the moment. His swing looks rushed. He looks off balance, um, and I think um, he just needs to calm down a little bit because. 
what he does, you know, we know we know all about Jose Altuve. He's he's just a, a phenomenal, inspirational, unbelievably hardworking, talented um, baseball player, and I, 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 it depresses me to see him like he was tonight. I think he just he just uh, needs to take that little bit of time. He, he, he yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be fine, but he just needs to uh, to, to not press like he is at the moment because if he keeps doing that, he's going to keep getting the same results. So tonight's game or today's game, we really didn't have a lot of scoring. But uh, Josh James was struggling once again, you know, throwing a lot of pitches, mm. walking a lot of guys and getting out of it. Until that inning, he walked the bases loaded and then grand slam. And all of a sudden, the Astros are down. Yeah, I mean, I like to call it the Josh James experience. It's, um, it's a roller coaster ride because you're either going to get 97, 98 mile per hour strikeouts or walks, uh, sometimes one following the other. It's, it's, it's maddening because I think he's got all the talent in the world and I think he's um, potentially a great pitcher. But the problem, and I, when I say the problem is between the ears, I, not that he's lacking intelligence, but it's in, he's just, I think he's lacking the composure of, um, of a pitcher. I mean, I'd contrast that with Blake Taylor. Obviously, he's a rookie coming in, never had major league experience before but he, the composure he's showing is unreal and he's he's in high high leverage situations real pressure point moments especially tonight and coming through i think josh james doesn't have the same calmness about him when it comes to that and i think that's something which i don't know if it can be taught i hope it can because if it can then he can become a great potentially become a great reliever for us you know a, a flamethrower out the pen would be something which um is hugely valuable and I think that might have to be his role because I don't know if he's trustworthy enough consistency wise as a starter um but then how about how about Fran Valdez tonight he was uh unbelievable I think um that's that it's exactly what we want to see from him was it, um did he pitch seven in the end or I think it was seven innings in the end that he pitched it was uh it I think was so. yeah, six was, or was, seven but yeah, I Dusty think he just I, kept sending him out it was yeah it was, it was, <laughs> I just yeah, I think, I think if think... it had gone on he kept him in I think we had a case of Dusty Baker leaving him in a little too long. Definitely. When, in the last, he, when he started yeah. that, what we came in in the 10th, yeah. he pitched like the three third to the 10th, right? Or the mm. fourth through the 10th. Yeah. He, I think, um, yeah, Dusty got a little bit carried away. I mean, I know Dusty Baker has a, a reputation for keeping pitches in there slightly longer than they should, they should be. And I think um, there was a danger of that because he wanted to sort of ride the hot hand, but the hot hand started cooling down because he was getting exhausted, which was fair enough because he'd pitched, I think, around 80 pitches. So, um, yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was a, an extraordinary effort from, from Framber, and we needed that tonight because the offense was just not there and he kept us in the game. He held us together, gave us that opportunity, and you know, thankfully we, we ended up taking it in the end. There were times later in his performance where he was getting in trouble and they weren't warming anybody up. And I was thinking, man, he, he's really going to ride or die with this guy. These guys on the, uh, in the uh, bullpen must be tired. And then uh, I guess, uh, what's his name? Scrub came out and mm -hmm. loaded the bases up. And Blake Taylor, I gave him a nickname on Twitter tonight, and I'm not going to repeat it. Huh. But Blake Taylor, man, you said yeah. it earlier, that guy's a stud. I love what I've seen from him. I know that he's got um, a Team GB sort of British baseball connection. He uh, played for Liam Carroll's team, Liam Carroll's the, the coach, uh, I think in 2016. I think there was a big game, which uh, if you look on Twitter, he quoted he was part of. And yeah, uh, it's fantastic seeing him out there doing what he's doing. 
I think naturally, obviously there's not going to be a book on him so much yet because he's a brand new, fresh at the um, major league level. But yeah, he's he's showing such composure and he's showing such control of his emotions, which is the main thing when you're pitching at that time of a ball game. It's easy to let your let your head sort of run wild and you worry about this, you worry about that. He's just going about his game. I mean, look at the end of that game tonight. He got two terrible ball calls by the home plate umpire in yes. um, in the in the I think it was Homosio's at bat, and then he came back and he just nailed it in that last in that last that 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 strike the last at bat um, of the game. Oh my goodness! It last it was so controlled, and he was. It's just just very very impressive. I'm I'm, I'm losing the words to talk about him because it's yeah. quite late here. But but yeah, it was he was um he, we he, had he the bases loaded and he was one pitch away from the Astros losing, mm. and he struck that guy out, pumped his fist, and what an amazing performance! This guy was actually on Sunday Strohs. He was he was my choice of pitcher of the week. Stevie mm. picked Christian Javier, which was a good pick too. What do you think yeah. about Christian Javier? Oh well, yeah. I mean, he looked he looked dynamite the other night, didn't he? I mean, I think uh, that's one of those ones where we want to see whether it was like first night adrenaline or whether that's what we can look to expect from him every time out. Because, and I certainly hope it is, because that was uh, that was pretty astounding stuff to, to to see him go out and face the Dodgers and do what he did to their lineup time and time again. Um, yeah, I think very. We have a lot of exciting pitches. Uh, amongst these rookies who come up. I mean, how about Brandon Bielak as well? I mean, the guy looks great. So uh, it's it's exciting. It's it's kind of, you look at it in two different ways. You sort of think, might not be the best for 2020 because it's very unlikely that with such an inexperienced, such a hugely inexperienced bullpen that it will serve you that well in a postseason. However, um, especially with, you know, the draft picks missing, from next season as well, uh, I think that having potentially an array of very talented um, rookies coming through would serve us well going forward. I mean, I think naturally James Click's going to have to look at different options. I, I hate, you know, I hate to even think about Springer leaving, but it does seem to be quite likely that he will. Obviously, he's not a pitcher, but in terms of just generally the outlook of the club and having to try and save money in different areas and, and focus on different things, and I know that click from his time with the Rays is uh, very much adroit and an expert in doing so. So I think that um, having having this kind of talent amongst the rookies is, is something which we can hopefully very much use to our advantage over the coming sort of two, three, maybe four years. I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's great to see them get this chance and, and take it. Obviously, they're not all going to make it, but um, there's a lot of positive signs there. I think um, I think we, we have much to be positive about from, from that, despite the unbelievable array of pitching injuries that we've gone through in the last nine, 10 days. Yeah. We have all these young rookies. I guess there's like 10 of them in the bullpen. Mm. And I think a lot of them, like if you keep like, uh, Bielek and of course, Blake Taylor and Christian Javier, I don't think he'll be in the bullpen, but he could end up there. I don't know. Yeah. But you just mix these guys up because I mean, they're getting great experience, and like you said, even if this isn't our season, the experience they're, that they're getting is going to help. And you mix them next season with some veterans, and it's going to be a pretty good bullpen. Mm. I think that's that's the thing. It's um, it's really um, 
about trying to sort of mix and match and find find the right combinations and who's going to work well as a setup guys and who's going to work well as um, you know in the, the sort of high leverage late inning situations who's going to be able to sort of join things t- together and try and get us from potentially a poor starting uh, pitcher's appearance to, to to try and get us through to the, the back end of the bullpen. I think um, yeah, I, I'm I'm quietly I'm quietly confident and excited about these the signs we we're seeing. I know obviously got um, an early parade is as, as well there that we we haven't mentioned I don't think yet, and um, Brian Abreu who's still uh, obviously a young pitcher who's, who's trying to make his mark as well. I, th- I think it's it's going to be. There'll be there'll be ups and downs definitely, but I think there's a there's a lot for us to hold on to there. Yeah, so the Astros are sitting at five and four. The uh, Oakland A's are five and four. I don't know if they've played today or not. Uh, the rest of the league are losing, uh, have losing records: four and six for Seattle, three and five for Texas, and the mm-hmm. Angels three and seven. That's got to hurt. And so anyway, the Astros are off tomorrow, so both of us get to rest up. And then Tuesday is a pretty interesting matchup. Christian Javier against Bumgarner is what I believe they announced. Yeah, it's definitely Bumgarner. I haven't seen it from 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 my side, but yeah, I'd be happy to to see that. Give Javier the chance to um, you know, take on one of one of the one of the the boys. I would still say one of the best, even if he's not in the prime of his career anymore. You know, it's, it's a great a great matchup for any young pitcher to try and sort of measure themselves against and. Um, yeah, I think that's that's going to be an interesting series. I mean, the, 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 just looking now, I see the D-backs are three and seven themselves, so they'll be uh, they'll be itching to try and sort sort that out from their side. So we have to make sure that they don't get the chance to do that, and we can start pushing to get uh, as good a record as we can in the early going in this very strange marathon. Sorry, very strange sprint even season. Yeah, we're supposed to have one of the easiest uh, twenty-five game schedules to start the season. Uh, we got to take advantage of this. Uh, mm. I, I can't believe we're sitting at five and four as bad as we're playing. We're not playing good. There's like Brantley's playing good. Correa, mm. these pitchers are doing okay. There's no Justin Verlander. Grinky's on a pitch count. I mean, you know, there's a lot of negative things going, but we're still sitting at five and four. We're in good shape. All you got to do is get second in your division. And you've got a chance. Definitely. I think with the, with the expanded postseason, I think, um, yeah, it would have to be a, a really rancid next two, three weeks to start setting off any alarm bells. I think that the side is, is it, that's not a reason to be complacent, but I think it's just that they don't, there's no need to panic. Uh, I think there's, there's time for for Bregman and, and, and Altuve and others to, to try and get things rolling. I think it's you know, for, very big that Bregman can get that home run tonight. Hopefully that will sort of get him to lift off in terms of his season. I mean, he's always been a, a slow starter anyway, but... Um, Naturally, in this season, there's not there's no time to be a slow starter. So uh, hopefully, that will uh, be the the spark that sets him off. But yeah, I think um, uh, the same goes for all the teams. Really, it's not limited to us. I think it's just a case of yeah, get yourself in that postseason and, and go from there. All right, buddy. Before I let you go, what do you think about this expanded playoff? Do you think it's good for the league since it's so short of a season? Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm more of a purist to be honest. I, I don't really like it, but at the same time, I get, I totally get it for this season, and I think um, it, it definitely adds uh, a, a little wrinkle to the, the postseason setup. And I think, I think, it, you know, it, it may well be, it may well end up being a lot of fun. However, it could also lead to an eventual champion who 
had no business really being in a postseason in a normal season. So it is interesting. I think um, of all the rule changes and change and switches and this this that and the other, I think that's the one which is probably the least offensive to me. Yeah, the uh, I think it's going to be bad for teams that finish first because it's you know they'll feel like it's unfair. But yeah. you know it'll be pretty exciting for these guys that you know squeak in with those last two spots. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, you know the, the they have the disadvantage of playing three games on the road, but there's no crowd, so I don't see that big of an advantage. But you know more TV money, more games for us to watch. It's no, it's, it's not a but but next year no, definitely I, I, don't don't do it again. No, I, I agree. I I really hope that the more wacky ideas uh, of 2020 in terms of trying to get this baseball season done are consigned to the history books when 2021 rolls around and hopefully fingers crossed touch wood and all that the um the pandemic is something which we are able to start looking at in the rearview mirror rather than trying to tackle on the, on a daily basis because I, I, you know with the, with the reports that come out of, of all these teams the cardinals marlins whoever uh with players testing positive left, right, and centre, I do still fear for this season. You know, I don't want to look at things negatively, but I do still fear that you're a couple of, you know, you're potentially a couple of teams away from a, from it just becoming, well, one, a farce in a baseball context, and two, extremely worrying from a, a potential health context. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, we, we have to wait and see. It's, 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 I guess it's, it's speculation at this point, but I, I don't want to see the rule changes um, become yeah. permanent. Yeah, the Astros are five and four, and I think there's a couple of teams that are still two and one or something like that that, that they yeah, just the keep Phillies, getting yeah. their games. Yeah. Well, all right, George, I appreciate you jumping on tonight. It was a pleasure, oh, a pleasure. Uh, talking yeah. to you. And uh, guys, Astros are off Monday, but they'll be playing Arizona Tuesday night. And if I'm correct, it's uh, Christian Javier against Bumgarner. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.